This week on The Guest Cast, we're bringing you some aha moments. Not just one, not two, but ten. Ten quick, punchy aha moments from some of our industry friends, new and old, collected at the May 2022 Short Stay Summit. First off, I spoke to Damien Sheridan from the Book Direct Network, who told me about how his realisation about booking trends actually led him to launch the Book Direct show. Yeah, so my aha moment. I have been working in SEO, so it's search engine optimization, with property managers in the vacation rental industry for about nine years. And um, about three years ago, I had almost the exact same time a lot of my clients asking me, yeah, you know, saying, you've done a great job on your SEO, our SEO, our online ranking is great, we're getting bookings in, but can you help us with our social media marketing? Can you help us with our branding? And I said, no, I can't, that's not my skill set. But it made me think that, hey, there's, there's, there's something here. There are property managers out there who are, who are thinking laterally, they're not just relying on major OTAs to get their bookings. And it made me think, hey, this isn't just me. This is a lot, there are a lot of other companies, individuals out there thinking, we need to look at diversification. We need to look at alternative ways to get bookings. So that was the moment for me that made me instigate the whole movement for the Book Direct show, uh, which, ha- which started about six months later. But that was the one moment that made me think, yeah, it's not just me. There are a lot of people out there that are actually thinking, we need direct bookings. We need to change our way of generating these bookings. So um, that was my aha moment. Asaf Ramon, CEO and founder of Turnover B&B, spoke to me about a defining moment he had whilst hosting his own guest in Hawaii and how he learned the hard way about the importance of having a backup plan. What led me into this industry is that I was hosting myself. Uh, I had a couple of units in Honolulu and I was you know, doing it like everyone else is doing it, just had a cleaner and was happy with them. Um, and then there was one time uh, I had like a family coming in to stay and there was, it's a same day turn. And they, they called me as they were checking in um, and, and they started yelling like, you know, we came all this way, a long flight to Hawaii and we walk into to the, this apartment and it's filthy. It hasn't been cleaned. There's like hair, there's garbage everywhere, this is unacceptable, we want our money back. And, and I was just, oh my God, like I thought the, it was cleaned and let me, you know, reach out to my cleaner, see what I can do. And, and I, you know, I called the cleaner and it turns out there was a car accident and, and she just can't make it. And obviously not going to, you know, uh, I, and I was out of town and, and it was just a, it was just a total disaster. And at that point I figured that, you know, just having one, one cleaner on staff is not enough and if I was going to you know manage this property relatively passively and be able to travel and not worry I'm going to have to have multiple people trained uh, and be able to have a redundancy in the system that uh, would allow me to to have peace of mind and be away from from town and also make sure that this never happens again so this was kind of a teaching moment for me. Asaf wasn't the only one talking about the importance of a backup plan. James Brown from Under the Doormat had a lot to say when it comes to keys and access. So quite early on in my uh, career with Under the Doormat, um, I realized very early on one of the crucial elements of a guest stay is access. Uh, Now we always do an in-person check-in where we do in-person handover of the keys to show the guests how to use the keys, the locks, as well as appliances and, uh, you know, a tour of the home. 
What we found, however, is that um, throughout a guest stay, things can happen, things can change. Particularly in shoulder seasons with temperatures, um, door frames can shift, particularly old door frames, locks can seize, uh, and, uh, and keys can get jammed. And what we found, uh, one specific example, is we had a call come in about 3 a.m. in the morning, and a guest was obviously upset and distressed and locked out. Now the keys that they had weren't working. They were copied keys. Uh, they're slightly jammed, they just weren't working. And the challenge is they'd been given both sets of those keys. We had no other backup sets. I had to call the owner, get a backup set uh, from the owner. Owner was obviously not very happy, um, but luckily I got hold of them and I was able to thank them for that because the worst case scenario would have been having to replace the door locks or replacing the guests and hosting them in another property. So on that occasion, we were very lucky uh, to have a, a, a responsive owner um, and a very patient guest. But that basically made us rethink our strategy around keys. It wasn't enough to give guests one or two sets. We had to make sure that we had a backup set available nearby. Um, we use a, a partner company to facilitate that. Uh, but furthermore, we always have a fourth set uh, in our office safe as a security emergency backup key. So that if, let's say, you have a lock seize or a lost key or a damaged key, or I've had a guest put a key in a microwave for some reason, um, you've always got a backup set that you can rely on uh, and distribute you know, via one of your suppliers. In a worst case, get it into a taxi and get it over to a guest or a supplier who's trying to gain access to the property. And that's extremely important for health and safety as well. And I learned that very, very early on in my career with Under the Doormat. I hope it helps others. Next, I spoke to our good friend at Touchday, Bob Garner, who spoke about how his and his partner's simple choice to remove single-use plastic at the start of their eco-friendly hosting journey led to repeat bookings and referrals. My aha moment was many years ago when just, we just started out at Casal de Fiki. We'd bought this old farmhouse and we converted it into these six luxurious, eco-friendly apartments. Now, when I say eco-friendly, it was the beginning of our sustainability journey. We are, have moved much further since then. But we implemented a policy of removing single-use plastic from our apartments and we badged our website in that way. We used the Touch Day Guide to communicate that element and the aha moment for me was that when a guest came in and saw that what we were doing and understood why we were doing it, they were so bowled over by that very small initiative, that thinking about what we could do and how the guest could help us achieve it, that they were so enthusiastic, uh, they went round eulogising about it to all the other guests that week, actually at the pizza party which we hold each week for all our guests. They went home, they told three of their friends who booked to stay with us and they came back the following year and they were like our best champions talking about what we were doing and why we were doing it from the simple act of saying we were going to do our best to remove single-use plastic because it was good for the customer, it was good for the planet and it made total sense. And that was a wonderful aha moment that one can take a very small step and make a huge difference in the lives of our business and the enjoyment and satisfaction of the guest. Following the theme of sustainability, I also caught up with Deborah Heather, who told me about her stay at one of the properties of PASC chairman Alistair Handyside and how a simple piece of guest communication changed her outlook on the trip. 
Hi, my name's Deborah Heather. I'm the CEO of Quality in Tourism. There is a wonderful place down in Devon called High Wiscombe and it's run by the chairman, funnily enough, of PASC because, you know, you would expect him to be good. But he has done this uh, one-page sheet with all of the money, the cost savings they've delivered through sustainability and all of the savings of water, energy, but also the money they've given to charity and the community. And it's just such a great one-pager that really tells guests what they've done and how proactive they've been. So clever, so clever, such an easy thing for people to do and actually doesn't make you concentrate on far too many sustainable things. It's about ethical, it's about being responsible and I loved it, just loved it. From one wholesome aha moment to another. This one's from Rachel Parsons of New Forest Escapes who spoke to me about how a focus on sharing during her upbringing has hugely impacted the way she hosts her guests. So my aha moment is a really profound one from when I was a kid. So when I was little, my, we lived on a farm. We had a cow, uh, which we milked. Um, we had chickens. We All of the food we ate had names because we, we really ate the animals that we grew. And once a year, we would have kids down from London from socially disadvantaged backgrounds. And we had Anthony and Lisa and Ian down year after year for a long time. And we still kept in touch with them a little bit. And they came down and, and we had to share everything in our lives with them. And we had to share our toys and our bedrooms. And we were lucky enough to have ponies and pet lambs and treehouse. And uh, at the time, I was sometimes a little bit like, oh, this is a bit like frustrating. You don't kind of get it. But as it happened year over year, it became the most profound sharing experience. And it really affected me so that when I started hosting other people, I also run a forest school for um, homeschool children and that education and that joy of sharing is such an amazing thing if you really get it and it's definitely been one of the biggest aha moments I had when I was a young person to share and feel the joy of sharing. I also managed to catch Simon Lehman who explained how a rainy and umbrella-less walk from his accommodation to a conference made him realise the importance of putting yourself in your guest shoes before you start hosting. I have a massive aha moment. I was in a conference in, uh, at the Vacation Rental World Summit in Como, and uh, when you go to Como, you think it's going to be sunny. Definitely it's going to be sunny. So we arrived in Como, and then we, we had a wonderful evening, and um, the next morning I had to get up early to go to the conference, and it rained outside. And then I was thinking, aha, now where is the umbrella? So um, I was looking through the entire apartment and of course there was no umbrella. So I got totally saturated walking to this conference. I had no choice because I had to be there uh, and in time, so I had no umbrella. So for me, one takeaway that was, and, and the second one is I went to the bathroom and I wanted to dry my hair, but there was no plug. So I had to actually have a plug outside in the hallway, but the cord was not long enough to actually see my face in the mirror. So it was pretty, awkward so there was two things that made me think now what is the solution to solve that problem so one thing that we tell the, the property managers put your staff into your properties at least one or two nights and then they will realize what is missing there because then they because they're there they know when it's raining well an umbrella would actually be helpful or drying your hair in the hallway doesn't really make sense if there's no plug uh, in the bathroom so the moment for property managers clearly Go and, and experiment the experience of the properties yourself or your staff at least a couple of nights so they know what's really needed to make a good guest experience. Leo Walton, co-founder of Superhog, 
spoke about how some excellent host communication made his and his partner's first holiday with their newborn a much more relaxing and enjoyable experience. So I uh, went to Spain last month and it was the first holiday I'd had um, since having a baby. So we've got a daughter who's seven months old and we were very excited. It was exciting to be able to go away again post-Covid and also um, since you know my partner had given birth and we were just getting over the fact that we'd had a, a baby. And um, we decided to book direct with a company in Neha in the south of Spain and we picked the most amazing apartment, sea views, and um, they made a real effort to text us and speak to us before we arrived, proactively texting us, which was really personal. And I thought to myself, this is something that property managers should do. Like it wasn't just email, it wasn't, for, it wasn't um, formal, it was a very personal experience. Asking us what we were coming for, asking us questions. And then when we arrived, checked into the apartment, they'd set up a cot, um, they'd set up a high chair, um, and they'd sort of prepared the house ready for us knowing that we had a daughter. Um, and we hadn't asked them specifically to do that, like, you know, because actually our daughter sleeps in our bed with us, so we don't even need the, uh, the cots. But they'd done all of that because they'd taken the time to get to know us on text message. And I thought, that's smart. Jen Boyles, owner and founder of Direct Booking Success, spoke about how in a world of automation, a more personal experience, especially post-COVID, can make a huge difference to guest experience. I think one of my aha moments um, in respect with guest experience is the experience that um, I personally give to the guests that have come to my short-term rental, which is a unique stay. It is a wide-beam canal boat in Liverpool, and there are things on the boat that are different than staying in an apartment or a house. But I also like to um, greet people one-to-one because it's not something we're used to, especially in the last couple of years when everyone's been giving out codes um, for the doors and whatnot. Um, And it helps with that guest experience because they know me, they've met me, um, or they've met my representative because I can't do everything. Um, But they've met us, they know that we're around if they need us, and they really appreciate having that face that they can think of. And what's mentioned all the time in reviews of how great it has been that um, either myself or my representative has been there and they've been so helpful and, and whatnot. But that's sort of my aha moment is keeping it personal within a world where we can run so much by automation. Lastly, I had the pleasure of meeting travel writer Neely Khan. Neely shared an incredibly touching story about how an act of kindness from a host changed not only her daughter's holiday, but had a profound impact on her whole life. So my aha moment is one that will forever stick with me because it involves my daughter, who is 10 years old. Um, A few years ago, when she was about, I think, maybe four years old, we took a trip up to a lovely bed and breakfast in Cornwall. My daughter was actually suffering from nightmares at the time. She was experiencing really horrible night terrors, and it was just her and myself that actually went to go and stay at this place. So the first night we got there, I mentioned it to the lovely lady who was hosting us, and she was so sweet, she was such, she was such a lovely soul. And she came into our room later that night, and she gave my daughter a teddy bear. And it wasn't just a teddy bear, the teddy bear was holding like an envelope, and inside that envelope there was a letter written in the point of view of the bear. And the letter was basically telling Sophia, that's my daughter's name, that um, keep the essence of me with you, 
hold me tight tonight. It was actually some kind of a rhyme, I can't remember it um, off by heart. And you'll feel safe tonight. And not only will you feel safe tonight, but you'll feel safe every other night after that, as long as you keep me close to you. And ever since that night, my daughter slept with that teddy bear. So not only did that host enhance our experience for that one time, it's something that we're going to carry with us forever because this happened five years ago. So it was 100% the best experience I've had as a guest. So there you have it. Enough aha moments to keep me going until Wednesday, the 8th of June, when we'll be back with a guest story on the guest cast. So be sure to tune in. And if you haven't already, subscribe and leave us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts, share with your friends, and if you've got a guest story you'd like to share on the guest cast, head to touchday.com forward slash podcast and send us a message. This podcast was brought to you by Touchday Digital Guidebooks. You can learn more about how Touchday can help make your guests happier at touchday.com.